0: I'm Chelsea, and I'm Deidre, and we're giving you a, a million, million murders. So, today we're doing part two. At the White House murders, Yeah. Oh, I'm just going to go ahead and jump in. All right. All righty. So, where we last left off, Jeremy uh, had talked to the police. He said that around five, everyone gets to the house. Instead of entering the house, the police didn't want to... They wanted to wait a couple hours before they entered. Right. Oh. And they ended up getting a, getting a megaphone and you know like screaming into the house asking if anybody was there and you know no one was responding because yeah they were dead but yeah Mm -hmm. Uh, another detail he mentioned to the police was at the last second before they went into the house remember he told them that he had left his gun at his parents house on the counter loaded with ammo sitting right next to it you have a possible family fight or disagreement Mm mm-hmm We have a loaded gun. We have a a mentally ill person. Mm -hmm. So the police are already starting to think that they have the picture pretty much figured out. So that's a little recap of where we left off. Gotcha. Not until 7.45, 7.54 (laughs) a.m. did the police enter the house. Wretched. But when they did go inside, they found the bodies of Sheila, her two boys, Mm -hmm. Neville and June. Sheila and the twins were upstairs, and Neville was downstairs in his pajamas, in the kitchen, in a chair slumped over. Oh. He'd actually been shot eight times. (gasps) Uh, Six of those times were in the face. Oh, my God. So, definitely a crime of passion. Yeah. Everyone else also died of gunshot wounds neville's body was also found with a lot of defensive wounds Mm -hmm. so you know it seemed that he was putting up a fight well sheila was found in the master bedroom and the boys were found in their individual beds june had been shot seven times which is Mm -hmm. the his mom jeremy's mom Mm -hmm. sheila his sister had been shot three times Mm -hmm. so the dad was shot was it eight times The mom, seven, the sister, three, Daniel, one of the twins, was shot five times. Good Lord. And Nicholas, the other twin, was only shot three times. It's just weird. It's like eight, seven, five, three, three. Yeah, three, six. Obviously, it was a bloody mess. Yeah. Oh, God. Well, the phone was found off the hook. Mm-hmm. So, when they went back outside and told Jeremy about his family and what they had seen, he was horrified. He was said to have had a major physical reaction and that he was very hysterical. Mm -hmm. He was screaming, punching things, and he was crying, throwing up, and he had a huge meltdown. Mm. So, like I said, the police thought that they had this one in the bag. They thought it was obvious this mentally ill girl killed her whole family because she didn't have a great relationship with her parents. And then she killed herself. So it's like knowing, thinking back of her going to the therapist's office and telling them what she's told and about her boys and stuff. It's kind of like, I mean, it does kind of make sense that that's what happened. Yeah. But she got or shot that like could have happened. Times. Yeah. Yeah. Shot three times. So (laughs) suicide, down to the bone, down to the bone. Which I mean, I guess technically you could chew yourself three times, but you would depending on where the wounds are, like the shots. You would think after two times you would, I don't know, because she could have she could have shot herself two times in a spot knowing that nothing was gonna like it was gonna kill her instantly or something, and then like the last one would be like the kill shot, so it looked like. Somebody murdered somebody else. Did it? Yeah. Wow. Which, which at that point, why would you even do that, anyways? I mean, you're dead, so it ain't like you can go to jail. Right. You're right. Just you know what <laughs> yeah, I mean? yeah. So and Jeremy she just really after that ultimate revenge, just uh-huh. like I'm killing myself, <laughs> so you go to jail. Oh, you go to jail. Dang. So Jeremy was really telling them all about her mental illness. You know, like what she went through and stuff, and mm-hmm. so they were thinking, you know, that was probably what happened. And then right away, the media started spreading that, you know, that was, in fact, what had happened. Yeah, so, when it got out, it's like, oh, the sister was crazy, and, and she killed her whole family. family. Yeah. The And the reason was because she was mentally ill. That's what everybody was saying. Yeah. But one thing that was weird... Is that Sheila was shot three times. (laughs) And we just discussed. Which is possible, but a little odd. Yeah. Like we basically just talked about. Uh, Well, she was shot in the face. Mm. And the gun was actually laying on top of her, pointing in that direction. And according to the medical examiner, it is possible to shoot yourself two times that don't actually kill you. And also be conscious enough to shoot yourself a third time. Mm. So they've got this medical examiner saying that this did happen. The police decided to not really treat it as a crime scene at all. No, in fact, they ended up burning the bedding and the carpet in the house because they wanted to get rid of all the blood and they wanted to spare Jeremy's feelings. Ugh. And not only that, but he doesn't live there. Well, I'm sure he inherited it. You know, oh, they Yeah, you're right. Well, not only that, but one of the detectives on the crime scene actually went and picked up the gun with his bare hands. -hmm. Let me me re-say this. One of the detectives, detectives on the scene, on the crime scene, Mm -hmm. went and picked up the gun, oh, with his bare hands. Because we do that. So, why not? And this isn't a, you know some ancient case like yeah no this isn't from like the 40s this is this is eight, 1985 it's not like we know it they now. didn't understand how important dna and crime scene preservation was yeah 1985 a detective <laughs> well like 80, 80 on the crime scene DNA
1: but at that point they, pop, they know yet,
0: but they Bridge. know it's important like, they know DNA is important at that point. Yeah, like, they may not be able to test it, but the fingerprints, fingerprints and DNA are two totally different things. Yeah, right. Like, and you just touching stuff. Stop touching stuff. One interesting thing that the police did find was a carving in the cupboard of Sheila's room. Someone had carved, I hate it here, into the wood. Mm. I mean, I guess mm. they were able to determine when that carving was made, it could have been that day, or it could have been her childhood. Yeah, like you can't. If I would have seen it, I don't know, because it could have been from her childhood. Because we know what her childhood looked like. Yeah. Her and her mom, and her mom saying that she was a, was well, she was a devil's child and stuff. Oh yeah. Well, yeah. She went through all that, you know. But I mean, she could have written it in there. I mean, but I was—I was gonna say she's grown. So it's not like they could keep, you know, would have kept her captive in the house. Yeah. But then again, yeah, it's... they could have. You never know. But anyways, Jeremy was handed the keys to White House Farms. He now had a ton of inheritance. Hmm. He owned the family businesses. He was free to do whatever he wanted to, because his parents were weren't there to tell him, you know, to be religious or. Or to not grow cannabis. Because you know how. His, his mama was like not happy. mm. uh He had the freedom to do whatever he wanted at this point. Mm-hmm. You know. He's probably like. Heck yeah. hmm <laughs> Like wow. I'll just get everything. Or he could be sad. Who knows. Right. Um, a few days after the murders. They had a funeral. And during the funeral. Jeremy was very dramatic. Just the way that. He was outside of his house, I and mean, he wasn't just crying, but hysterical loud sobs, like screaming out, and friends and family started to think you know that this was a bit peculiar, yeah, like okay, you can over exaggerate things, mm, yeah, but but no one he may be a that person that's like his whole family's dead, he's being dramatic, like the yeah, but he may person, be this is that that right? may be how he. It's grieving. That's that's guilt. That's a guilt cry. A a guilt cry. Not only that, a few family members actually saw after the funeral, when everybody was leaving, that Jeremy turned around and thought no one was looking at him and had a huge grin on his face. (gasps) Mm -mm. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Like literally wiped tears off and then turned around. It was like, <laughs> was just like <laughs> Yeah. Uh-uh. Just smiled. I was like, dang, I hope this is just lies. Can you that's... imagine being that person that saw that? No. Oh, I, would I would freak, freak out. out. I... There it mm-hmm. went. The, I'd the, move. The right in my pants. Yeah, no, because after you see something like that, no, I'm good. We ain't, we're we not family, no. by the way. Don't don't, don't come near me. Mm-mm. Well, there was media there, and a lot of family said that when the media was around that he put on like quite a show, mm-hmm. literally falling on the ground. Uh, his girlfriend had to help get him up, and any time the cameras were on him, he was very emotional. You know, it was, as soon as they turned away, he just, like, he snapped out of it, like, hmm. like uh, and seen. Yeah. And he's, They're you know fine. what I mean? Like, okay, well. Okay. Several people noticed that he was putting the mask on and off, and it was weirding people out. Like, he'd have this mask of grief and shock, and, you know, and then he'd take it off, and it's just like, uh, like, he's yeah, just normal. Smiling. smiling. Weird. So, during the wake, he also said some really weird things and just all around acting off. Mm-hmm. Not the way you would if your whole family were just killed. He literally went from being super emotional, barely being able to stand, to making comments like, I'm the boss now, and Mm -mm. talking about how he was going to nail his girlfriend really good when he got home. Ew, ew, you nasty. It's awake. (gasps) It's your dead family. Time out. Mm -mm. (laughs) He gonna nail his girlfriend real good. (laughs) You nasty. And she nasty for staying with him, because you know, good and well. (laughs) So at this point, Jeremy's looking suspicious. Yes. Luckily, the police did decide to test the gun for fingerprints. And when they got it back, they saw that Sheila's fingerprints and Jeremy's were on it, which added to their suspicions about, you know, that, that was already brewing about Sheila doing it, you know, and stuff like that. Right. You know, but Jeremy was able to explain his because it's his it gun. was his gun. And he specifically said, oh, yeah, I had my, my gun loaded on the counter. I was gonna go shoot go hunt, or something. I can't remember what he was what he was hunting, but mm-hmm. so he had already said that before anybody was entering into the house, so he said, Oh yeah, he was gonna go shoot rabbits, and he was holding it while he was loading it, and he just never he just ended up never going mm-hmm. or getting nice. around to go getting around to going to do it or whatever, yeah. well, soon after jeremy had gotten access to the house one of his cousins came to stay with him which mm no i ain't trying to get by yourself no well his cousin actually found a gun silencer in the house Hmm. and it seemed like it had been hidden in the family office cupboard i've always wanted to have like a family office like in a house and like have a little secret cupboard (laughs) that would be fun (laughs) not to hide stuff like that though right <laughs> but well when the rifle was found there was no silencer on it like mm-hmm. the little you know and it was just normal well this was a monumental part of it. did i say that right Mm-hmm. okay monumental part of this case because they they determined that it would be impossible for sheila to have shot herself if she used the silencer so, with the silencer on it, it makes the gun longer. Right. So, she was able to reach the trigger to shoot herself. Or wasn't able. Mm-hmm. If it was on the gun. So, with the silencer on it, it makes the gun longer. So, she wasn't able to shoot herself if it was on there. Mm-hmm. So, now they need to figure out if it was on the gun or not. So, after looking at the silencer a bit more, they found out that it had blood on it Mm -mm. for some reason they weren't able to figure out exactly who the blood belonged to but they they determined that it wasn't jeremy's blood Mm -hmm. that it could have been any of the people that were shot with the gun which i mean could so it seems like the silencer was on the gun because there was blood Mm -hmm. on the gun Mm -hmm. so at the time jeremy had a girlfriend named julie They first started dating in 83, Mm -hmm. two years before all of this happened. They had been together quite a bit on the day of the murders. Jeremy called Julie and told her that something was wrong. He didn't go into detail, but he sounded very sketchy, and he actually hung up on her. Mm. And it wasn't but a few hours later that she got word that his whole family was murdered. So if he did do it, she didn't know anything. Okay. About it. Um. About a month after the murders happened, Jeremy and Julie's relationship was going downhill. Julie was becoming suspicious of Jeremy, mm-hmm. and was questioning him all the time about his family's murders, like poking holes in his statements and stuff. And I'm like, girl, are you just, brave? You better, yeah. Yes, you For brave. Brave. You better quit before you poke a hole in you with <laughs> that gun. Uh huh. Shoot. So questioning things that he said he had f- questioning things that he said that he would get very angry if she'd like if he'd say something and she would like well what if duh, 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 you know he'd get angry yeah and, like well the first time you said that they were here yeah getting all mad but weren't i thought they were you know what i mean like i thought mm-hmm. they were over there oh, i thought yeah they have big fights and stuff over it well one time she got so mad that she even tried to smother him with a pillow. Uh-uh. Well, this is toxic. This is not a good relationship. We should not be trying to smother each other. Try to smother him with a pillow. Like, First he of all, his whole family. You think he killed his whole family. Like, you're suspicious. And you want to try to smother him with a pillow? Yeah. Brave. Yeah. His that whole should, family's dead. She what should, makes you think She should have been the star on the Disney movie Brave. <laughs> Brave. I'll be shooting from me. Yeah. Mm-mm. Well, things were getting very toxic. Uh, yeah. Like you said. Then, in early September, Julie found out that Jeremy had been cheating on her. Wow. And that was the final straw. I mean, he done cheated. She's just like, you know what? And I think you she became furious with him, it. with him, and actually physically started abusing him when she found out. Oh girl, no. She'd be- he's still brave it's like his whole family is dead yeah well after this julie went to the police and told them that she was worried that he was possibly the one who killed the bamber family and she also told the police that he had a bad past and julie said that jeremy was just a shady guy and she thought that this would be something that he would do uh in fact he had actually betrayed his family before By staging a break-in. At the OC campsites. He literally. Broke into his family's company. Stole money from them. And then staged it as it was like. A stranger. Just coming in there like. Stealing. The liar and a thief. liar and a thief. (laughs) Well when the police asked Jeremy about this. He said that it was. It was true. But the only reason why he did this. Was to convince his parents. That they needed to. Need a better security system. Well, Needed a go? better security system. You put the money back. So he was just trying to help, you know. Yeah, just, just doing a good just trying son. to help. Well, Julie she- said that Jeremy often talked about how he was sick and tired of his family, and <laughs> she said that he said he felt like his family was super controlling and trying to r- run his whole life, and not only that, but he thought that Sheila was a bad mother and that the kids were going to end up growing up to be disturbed. What? Well, like you. <laughs> yeah, like you did well julie also thought jeremy wanted his family's money which he did they that he always wanted money and wanted to take more and more and even though his family gave him so much which they did i mean they gave him that little cottage whatever and let him have so much of the family business and let him grow his cannabis you know what i mean like (laughs) (laughs) rent-free i did not mean to snore at you so according to julie his parents had so julie's like just spilling all this tea that we had nothing we didn't know nothing about right so that's a lot to know in two years yeah that's a lot to do in two years Mm -hmm. Mm -mm -mm. according to julie his parents had made a wheel recently and they decided that their money would be split 50-50 between their kids, which, I mean, obviously makes sense, whatever, if, if they're good, responsible, you know. Yes. Yeah. Well, Jeremy did not like this. He wanted all of it for himself, according to Julie. So <laughs> Julie said that Jeremy said to her several times about different ways of killing his family, including, like, burning the house down, dr- uh, drugging them. All with sleeping pills, shooting them to death, Mm-mm. which is ironically what happened. It's weird. Yeah. Well, Julie said Jeremy thought that it would be easy to blame it all on his mentally ill sister, which, yeah. But then again, that's so wrong. That is. That's low down. Really, really low down. Oh, she and she said all the right stuff to her therapist for that to even be. Like, oh, yeah, she probably did because she said this and she said that. Mm -hmm. That's that's what makes it sad. Er. He said that people would understand if she did something like this because, you know, they'd blame it on the schizophrenia that she was diagnosed with Mm -hmm. and that he could just be seen as the poor victim who lost his whole family. And then Julie, then Julie told him something pretty crazy. And if it's true. She said that Jeremy called her on his way back from that dinner with his family that night. You know, mm-hmm. they had that big dinner and stuff and then Jeremy went home and Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was saying how uh that he was just at a breaking point with his family and he was so annoyed with them and that he said it's tonight or never. Ugh. Oh. Not only that, Julie said that he actually called her at 3 a.m. and said, everything's going well, something's gone wrong at the farm, love you, talk to you later. I said, Mm -mm. what? The night of the murders, when they were all standing outside of the house, Julie was taken to the farm to see Jeremy. And at one point, he pulled her aside and whispered to her, I should have been an actor. (gasps) Oh, you real. So you feeling real swole about it all. You just think you're doing so well. Should have been an actor. I cannot because he's petty. Petty all the time. (laughs) I'm petty all the time. But yeah, I was like, first of all, you brave for saying something like that, or those like police squads around you, you know what I mean? Yeah, I should have. I don't care if you're whispering or not, because some people can be, some people got superpowers in they ears. Mm hmm. i heard you. I mean, I know I don't, but. Right, me. <laughs> definitely not me. Neither do I. She explained to the police how she had questioned Jeremy that night about him doing it, and that he got really defensive and weird. Mm hmm. He actually told her that it was the family plumber. The family. Leave him alone. The family plumber that he had hired him to do it. And he said that he carried out the murders. Oh. So he's saying like he was involved, but he didn't act out out the murders. He paid someone to do it. The plumber. (laughs) So obviously after the police were told all of this, they wasted no time. Immediately arrested Jeremy. And the plumber. Oh. I'd be like, what? <laughs> what? I didn't do anything. The plumber. I bet that plumber was mad. at he... Oh, you know he was hot. I would have been mad. I'd be like, what for what? And well, then as soon as I saw him, I would have been like, just wait. However, however, it didn't take them long to verify the plumber, but the plumber had an alibi and Jeremy did not. <laughs> the so was like, <laughs> bring me into some mess like, bro. I was playing. Monopoly with my mom, or something. <laughs> or it's plumbing. Yeah, I was like, plumbing. Like, come on, man. It's starting to look like Jeremy did do this, and he was put in jail, but he obviously had a lot of moolah. So he bailed himself out and went to Amsterdam. Mm-hmm. He immediately started selling off all his family's belongings from afar. He sold a lot of the parents' stuff, including their cars. He was trying to squeeze every penny he could wow. out it's of just... the situation and he even went to the extent of trying to sell nude photos of his sister <gasps> to a tabloid. What? How sick. That that's low down and dirty. <laughs> like how much how worse can All right. Jeremy was an absolute savage. <laughs> <laughs> So, he did eventually roll back into town on September 29th and was arrested immediately. hmm His trial began on October 3rd of 1986, and the prosecution argued that Jeremy was responsible for the whole crime and that he was using Sheila as a way to get away with the murders. Yeah. I'm like, he's ratchet. Yeah, he's ratchet. Oh, I'll just blame my mentally ill sister and tell her, her-, her nudes. First of all, why do you even know that she has nudes? You weirdo. He's. He's no good. Why do you see it? Have you seen a picture of him? No. You didn't see it. Okay, he Ugly uh, uh, You uh, didn't look on, <laughs> on Instagram in the part one? I forgot. I did see it when you posted it. Yeah prosecution talked about how neville had all those defensive marks on himself Mm -hmm. and not that he and that he likely you know tried to fight back Mm -hmm. which i mean obviously but they're saying that this was a key this is key because sheila was very small and her father was very big so it just seems very unlikely to have been that hard to fight back if it was sheila like him like the dad Dad oh, would have been small. able to take her on. Yeah. Even with the gun. It just seemed very unlikely to have been that hard to fight. I just read that, but whatever. She also would have had some marks from him, they're saying. Which, I mean, yeah, it makes sense because he's bigger. Anyway. Yeah. So the defense argued that this was Sheila and that she did this because she was struggling with her mental health. So they were able to pull up all of her her old records from the mental hospital that she had stayed at and they saw that she had been saying things like, my kids are the devil. I want to kill myself. I want to kill my kids. So this didn't look good. Yeah. Mm. And Jeremy knew that this wouldn't look good, so he used her as a tool, basically. Yeah. They also brought up the the crime scene, how everyone was found with dried blood on them, except for Sheila, she was still somewhat recent. Yeah, it killed her last. So they argued that she was maybe alive longer than the rest of them and that she killed herself after a certain amount of time, realizing that she wasn't going to get away with it, you know. Mm-hmm. So the defense even argued that maybe she was still alive. When the police showed up and decided to kill herself after they were waiting outside. And she knew that, you know, there was no escape. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm. But wouldn't they have heard a gunshot? Like, even if you've got... Yeah, a silencer doesn't make it silent. Completely. No. Like, it's not... If cops are outside of the house, they would probably hear a silencer. I mean, that was a weak statement, I think. Yeah, I'm like, what are y'all talking about? Like... Oh, the cops just won't hear a gunshot even when it has a... I mean, let's look. Let's check. But I'm pretty sure if they were like 500 feet away from the house, locked up, then they would have heard it. Yeah. So, well, both sides made their closing arguments. The jury went into deliberation and it took them only nine hours to come back with a guilty verdict. Good. He was given five life sentences mm-hmm. no chance of parole however these murders are still debated to this day not that who did it but a lot of people think oh. that well i mean Every yeah time, I'm sure who did it because a lot of people will. think that sheila did it For Sheila, I said Sherry. a lot of people do think that it was sheila that did it and that he was blamed some people think that his girlfriend julie was just lying because she was mad at him for cheating and wanting to see him go down even though she knew it wasn't him Mm. without julie it's quite possible that he wouldn't have been found guilty jeremy claims that he is innocent as well Mm -hmm. so yeah that's all i've got on that that's a good one Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. trying to act like he didn't kill them you killed them Should've I should be an that. actor. <laughs> <laughs> oh, mm-hmm. <laughs> the foolishness! Crazy. But yeah, I want. I'm just curious. What I think he did it. Mm-hmm. You think he did it? Mm-hmm. I'm just curious because there may be listeners that think Sheila did it. Mm-hmm. And I'm curious. We're curious. We want to know. If you want to email us or whatever. Yeah, or put it in the Facebook. Maybe we'll do a Facebook questionnaire <laughs> yeah. Who do you think did it? But yeah, I think did it. um, yeah. So I hope you enjoyed yes. the little Casey Case Part Two. But yeah, it was crazy. Like I said before, I'm curious to know what you guys think. You can email us at a million murders at gmail.com. You can follow us on Instagram at a million murders to see all the people, places, things, victims. Oh, the places you'll go. Yes. All that jazz. And you can also join our Facebook group that we just mentioned that we really don't do anything with, as we say. But for now, anyway. I think we'll, we'll figure now. something we'll, out. We'll, yeah, we'll figure something out for sure. And then, um you know, you can just go on there and chit chat with people, whatever you want to do. For tuning in. And we hope you come back for a million, million more. more. Bye. Bye.